I always try to dominate whatever God put in front of me. Not in an arrogant way, but in a, a confident way. Like, I know that I can do this. Because at the end of the day, God called us to be great. I was doing arrangements on SoundCloud. That's how I got into producing. Oh. And uh, I, I used to do covers all the time. I didn't have anything. Yes. And plus, I grew up quartet, so meaning I didn't have it all anyway. Because yeah. it already crippled us. So I'm a crippled musician, and I'm trying to get out of that to start dominating in a whole nother genre that I don't know nothing about. What up, y'all? I'm Rajay, and welcome to another episode of the RXS podcast we got a special guest in the building jay ant how are you bro man i'm good man thanks for having me bro man thanks for being here man yes sir y'all jay ant was in town so i like put up a status on facebook for somebody to help me get to him and he's here i'm here gang gang so the first question i want to ask you is where did you get the name jay ant from <sighs> that's a good question man um so uh i've been in the industry um successfully for the past 20 years and so um it's 50,000 Jameses in the industry bro and it's like man how do you separate that uh, and so I'm like okay my middle name is Anthony right so it's not Jan it's J Ant and so I'm like man uh I remember one time uh I got a few homies in Baltimore uh James uh, J.R. Nelson shout out to my homie we was all in the same room James asked too he was like hey James and so we all look and he's like no look Jan I'm like <laughs> Let's let's fix this. <laughs> and so I, you know, started branding myself on social media as J Ant. And so oh, that's, that's kind of how it happened. So now when I go places, they J Ant. And so my wife be like, they don't know you like that, you know. <laughs> but that's another story, though. But yeah. So your name is James Anthony. So you showing yep. it to J Ant? Yes, sir. That is very wise. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I did this. Well, I didn't name myself. One of my homies, his name is Samo. He named me. Okay. Because my name is Rodrell Jamal Lewis, the the singer Samo. Yes. You, that's a homie that's, another homie yeah well i've never met him but that you, you already <laughs> goaded man he, he's one of my favorites man. so yeah we were like we were at the house one day a long time ago here here in rocky mountain he was like you need a name wow so then he just took my name and then just shortened it in the that's same way yeah but anyway man we don't have a lot of time so i want to get into it first i want you to let the people know like people that you've worked with so far <sighs> Go ahead, uh, man. I've never thought about this. Um, so um, back, I'll go locally. Um, from Chicago, born and raised in Chicago. Yeah. And so um, one of my starts was uh, with Donald Buster Woods, a youth choir from Chicago. Yeah. Uh, G three, but I grew up quartet. So let's 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 go back before then. Yeah. Uh, my grandma was raised quartet. My mom was raised quartet. My dad, before he passed. Uh, he played quartet, and so um, that was my start. Uh, that's all I knew. Yeah. Um, until I started, you know, getting, you know, um, meeting people and traveling, and and I love quartet, and so that's what I thought I my destiny was going to be until I started, you know. Interesting. Wait, so we got to stop. So you grew up quartet, yes, and you thought that's what it was going to be. I thought that was it. I what happened? I knew that guy had a plan. I just didn't know how to get there. Oh. Yeah, I, I knew it was a plan. I, I knew, like, I started playing at a, at a church that started challenging me. I'm like, man, I like the way this this feel because in quartet, we don't really get challenged because we know how to do that in our sleep. Mm. And, you know, and I ain't going to lie, you know, as a keyboard player, you already know we, we transpose. Yeah. And so, you know, put me in E flat, I can, I, I, we're going to have some church. Yeah. But you put me in E, uh, we, it's, it's, it's a bad day, you know? And so yeah. I didn't know that that was a weakness until I started going other places. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so I knew that that's when the shift happened. Because it's like, man, why didn't nobody tell me that I had to apply all of these 
uh, this knowledge to other keys. And so, but in quartet, you already know we 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 absolutely we, we play one key, and that's just what it is. That's what it is, and absolutely. we all know that. And so, yeah. like, I, I started playing at a church that started like like basically challenging me to play choir music and other keys, and that's when the shift started happening. Wow. Yeah. So, what was the first thing that you did outside of quartet? I practiced. I found me some mentors because wow. honestly, what happened was, you know. Um, Jay Jackson from Gospel Forward that's one of my mentors. Yes, that's, that's still my brother, and I love him dearly to death. Oh, right he now, flat too. Yeah, that's my bro. And so, like, I've, I, that's what who I mimic myself after, and until I started, you know, getting to a place to where it's like, no, there's more. Um, and so, but yeah, how old were you when you transitioned? I was. I'm a late bloomer, man. Okay. I, I, I didn't stop playing quartet till well till I switched over till about 19. 20. Okay. And that I'm 36 bad, now. Yeah, it is bad. It's bad. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm now starting to experience, you know, tours and yeah. and, and, and more than life. Yeah. Because, like, as a quartet baby, you, you think this is it. Yeah. Like, we like how it make us feel. We, we And then we like going to see the homies. Like, I don't really go to quartet programs for the actual music. I go see the family. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we go see the people that we see every week. Yeah. And then we get used to doing that every week. And it's like, that's who we are. And that's what we become. Yep. So then you got some new mentors. You're practicing. Do you remember the first gig that you did that wasn't quartet? Uh, Donald Buster Woods in G3. That was okay. probably one of the first things that I've done. It's a youth choir from Chicago, and I mm-hmm. still talk to Donald to this day. He's, I do anything from him, man. He yeah. uh, he took time uh, with me. Actually, not just me, but a community of musicians like Thaddeus Johnson, bass player Isaiah Absolutely. Sharkey, Absolutely. Uh, Tony Russell, some, some of the the greatest West Side musicians, and uh, he took time and he gave important to us and gave us a platform to where it actually groomed us like mm. church, and it was like, all right, you gonna play? It's this thing called um, what church called uh, Destiny Worship Center on the West Side of Chicago. Pastor DeAndre Patterson, like we all dreamed to play at the broadcast. Like we used to go to broadcast and see them kill every week. And I'm like, man, one of these days I'm going to play on this broadcast. <laughs> yeah. One of these days. And so long story short, I kept, you know, uh, Donald Buster Woods, he kept, you know, encouraging me and kept, kept pushing me along with playing with the choir. So the choir was just like a, 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 a stepping stone to playing at the church yeah it, 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 it basically groomed uh us to a place to where we can grow mm-hmm. and um yeah and that's you know a product from the west side of chicago from that so you were 19 then i was about about 20 then yep because i met my wife in a few uh, other a few years later yep let's go wife how long yep. you been married 12 years gang gang yeah 12 wonderful years <laughs> hey hey i've been married 13 so i know what it is so we got to talk about that too like for sure you met her like doing music uh no i actually met my wife at a funeral and you weren't playing you know i was playing okay. i was i think okay. it was for one of her family members and you saw her walk in like no no so what happened i saw her but uh she's gonna kill me but i don't care uh i saw her at this funeral this one my space was out uh-huh then i i get a random message from this this girl like man i want to learn how to play you know keyboard or whatever because the girl i think the lady funeral um it was her dad's funeral she was a part of our uh, choir at the church that okay I was for. okay makes sense and so i guess the girl told her who i was and so that's i look at my 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 space i'm like man okay cool let's do it and to this day my wife can't play piano Cause that was a that it was know, a setup. It, yes, it was. The, she never wanted she, to learn she, how to she play want, the keys. She wanted your boy. That's all that <laughs> Teach was. Teach you how to play. Yes. Yeah. Can you show me how to play? I, I'm interested in learning. Like, no, you're not, girl. Shut up. <laughs> I love you, babe. 
<laughs> so you meet her. What was the so at this time when you meet her, you're 20 years old. Mm-hmm. What was the first major gig you did, and how old were you? So it's a youth choir again in Chicago. I don't know why I started off in youth choir. It's choirs. okay. It's perfect, um, man. Um, this this choir named um um what's the name? Uh, Walt Women and the Soul Children. Okay. Uh, they got this song called Shabbat. I don't know if you remember yeah, that. Hallelujah, Barack. Yep, yep. Praise so the Lord. they made that song famous. And so I was able to travel the world with them. Uh, went to Israel. I went been to Israel once with them. Uh, Sweden like four times. Italy like six times. Mm. Um, South America, you name it. And so yeah. that's been, that was my first time really getting away from, you know, quartet and, and actually stepping out. Because remember, choir music and quartet is, is too different. It's not the same and, at all. And you have to know how to play play. To, Where, to, was it a struggle at first? Of course. Yeah. And so I mean, but what happened was is that I, I literally put my my mind around being able to conquer whatever God put in front of me. And so like I know I can do that. Even from you know, well, we'll get to that, but like <laughs> even uh like the tour that I'm doing now, you know, I'm I'm used to doing CCM. That's my heart. Even though I grew up quartet, <clears throat> excuse me. And so it's like for me, I always try to dominate whatever God put in front of me. And so I'm playing four keyboards, you know, and, and it's it's challenging. It's a good challenge. Yeah. But I'm up to any challenge that, like I said, God sets in front of me. Yeah, man. So you're playing for the choir. It's a struggle at first, but you push yourself. Yes. What was the next door that opened from that choir? Uh, I got called to do locally. I mean, like Chicago, you know, artists will come in and it's like, you know, whoever artists or whatever artists come in, I will get called to play for that artist. Mm. You know how you come, the artists come in. Yeah. For example, Donnie McClurkin come to Chicago. Hey, I, I need you to put a band together. So then I, you know, kind of formed a band and like we were, you know, doing everything that came into Chicago from the West Side. So you um were playing like a music director role. Yep. When did that happen? The G three Buster Woods. Uh, he, oh. he gave so even before I even start producing, he gave me the green light to just like. And the thing about what I appreciated with him is that is like he never sat down and actually showed me nothing. Mm. He would just say, "No, that's not right. Like this loop is trash. Do it again, <laughs> or do this. That's not the right chord." And I'm like, "Okay, so what's the chord?" So even from a theory perspective, he would play the chord. Now I got to literally visualize uh. what this is. And so it was. It was a hard mechanism of learning, but it it it, it literally made me who I am today. Yeah. Yep. So you got the training to do the MD stuff there. Mm-hmm. So then you get your first opportunity to put bands together in the city. Yep. Did you use a certain group of people every time? Every time. Explain that, because some people get mad. About uh, that. So I didn't understand why people use the same people every time. Because at the end of the day, my name is on the line. Yeah. And I'm not risking it for you. And you don't do, uh, you don't put the work in. You don't yeah. put the time in. And so I'm calling the same guys every time. Because you already know. Because I know what I'm going to get. Yeah. So how did you first develop a relationship with these guys in the first place? Was it from that same choir? Yep. Wow. And I had my apartment. I, don't, I didn't even want to get in this. But I, I, we, I had like a little bachelor pad. Um, yeah. And so um, most of these dudes live with me. Oh, man. And so we were learning... Uh, um, playing music all day And so That's all we did Like it was either that Or Chasing up a little You know Chasing you, up women or Trust something. me I know And so it was music and that We wasn't doing drugs Or drinking It was literally just that And then music all day And so I live we I lived upstairs from my pastor mm-hmm. The church that I was playing for And so He you know Gave me my first apartment And it was like I, I, I can't pay this all by myself So I'm gonna bring some of my homies 
and that's kind of how that that bonded. So you know, so formed. listen, bro. Our stories are so similar. So of course I told you in the car that I know Tank. Yeah. I grew up with Tank, mm-hmm. right? His daddy's a pastor. We stand at the loft in his daddy apartment. I mean, Jesus. his daddy house. Tank got the loft. Wow. Me, Chris, Greg Cox, Demetrius, mm. all of us together, bro. Wow. So I know what you're talking about. It's girls in rehearsal. Yes. That's, that's it. it. That's, that's, that's it. I did that all week. <laughs> all week. That's it. It's yep. girls in rehearsal. Yep. There's nothing else to do. Yep. So to hear you, like, to, to know somebody on the other side of the world living a similar life is mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. because his dad's church was like, his dad was, his dad grew up in quartet, mm-hmm. but then his dad had a choir. Okay. So we were going through that. Okay. He would teach us like, I need you to be solid. I mm-hmm. need you to be disciplined like quartet is, mm-hmm. but I need y'all to step y'all skills up because we need to be, it's a choir. For sure. So like to hear you talk about that is insane. Yeah. But anyway, back to you. So you got the homies in the crib. Y'all kind of build a bond. Y'all build a brotherhood. Y'all build a sound. They are the house band every time you get called. Every time. I, I When you saw me, you knew what you was getting. You was getting. Yeah, and that's, that's what it was. Right. Were they in your same age range? Uh, I'm, I was probably a little older than... De- okay, so Desmond Davis, he was on drums. Yeah. Uh, Adam Brown, uh, bass player. And these are phenomenal musicians. Absolutely. Uh, Paul Jones, uh, Rod Woolridge, yes. bass player. Um, and God rest his soul, one of my best friends, Isaiah Robinson. Yeah. Um, and um and there was a lot of people that was around us, but that was the core, yeah. core group. That's so fire! And you took the time to number one, have them with you. Mm-hmm. So number one, you saw something in them to be like, all right, yeah, let's grind, let's get it, because we we all grew up in the trenches, and so it's like, man, like let's dominate. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why I said earlier is that like anything God put in my you know in my face, I'm like, okay, well it ain't just by happenstance that this happened. I gotta I gotta show up. Yes. And plus, I grew up quartet, so meaning that means that you know we don't. I don't. I didn't have it all anyway. Yeah. Because it already crippled us. So I'm a crippled musician, and I'm trying to get out of that to start dominating in a whole nother genre that I don't know nothing about. Yeah. But you did it anyway. I had to. Where in the world did you get the belief that it was possible? Well, I didn't like. Well, um. So my dad was a musician. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to how to put this. Together. You good man? And Take so your time. My, my my granddad is a uh, he was a musician. My mom was a musician. Yeah, and so it's just like it's in my blood. And so, but I know that they didn't take it to as far as I know that they could. And so. Uh, even now, I'm, I'm still meeting people that knew my dad and was like, man, your dad would be so proud of you. And I'm like, well, I don't even know. Even though I'm, I'm grateful for that, I wish I would have known how far he would have took it so I could say, all right, dad, I'm going to take what you did now. I gotta, I'm, I'm going to maximize it. And so, like, now, every opportunity that I get, I know I have to I have to show up. I got to dominate. In a, in a Not in an arrogant way, but in a, a confident way. Like, I know that I can do this. Because at the end of the day, God called us to be great. And so, whether we own it or not, and so, yeah, you just hit me with that one because it's like me and most of my friends, like 95 percent of them are seeds of fathers who did what we do. Yeah. And just like you, we're the generation that was like, all right, it stops here. Yeah. It's like we going further than the crib yeah, on this one it, it got to it stops here we got to go beyond like now i got kids right yeah. and so like i'm 
my son got more access than I've ever had. He he get to play all the Nords, all of the everything that I got, whether he break it or not, you know. And so I think that that's what it's about. Uh, I wish I had my dad to 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 say not nah, don't do nah that ain't good. I wouldn't do no nah, do this. Don't don't you know work with artists like this. Do that. And so oh, yeah. everything that I've learned, that's why I'm saying dominate because I'm literally learning as I go. Yeah. And so you don't have. I didn't have that. No, nah, son, don't do this. I wouldn't do that if I was you. Don't get married yet. Don't do this. Wow. Blah blah blah. This. And so I've, I've been learning everything from just yeah being yes. Being, yep. Hitting the brick wall, yeah. Falling, getting, getting up. up. Yep, yes. yep. So let's let's skip to let's skip to Todd Delaney. Okay. How old were you? Uh, I had to be. I was got married. I had to be twenty about twenty four or five. How did that happen? Um, I was playing with John B. Key before. Todd. Okay. So you got you got to go back. Okay. Yeah. So I um this was twenty fifteen. 2014, 2014, 2015, I think 2016, I don't know, I can't remember. Um, I got, I was doing arrangements on SoundCloud. That's how I got into producing. Oh. And uh, I, I used to do covers all the time. Uh, this before I, I had a the white MacBook Pro. Yes. Uh, it probably the, wasn't even a pro. It, it wasn't a pro at all. It was, it was, it was, it was yeah. But, I, but it, was it was a pro. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a pro because I gutted it out. That's why I was a pro. <laughs> I, I put a terabyte in there. Uh, and, and I, I, yeah, yeah, I, you did, you yeah. did all the. Work. That's when you can go in and, and you can and do it yourself. Now you can't do it. I hate that because <laughs> yeah. I still had a computer to this day, <laughs> and so I had that computer and I had a forty nine key uh, MIDI audio uh, audio controller. Yeah, and that's when I was doing my covers. I didn't have anything. Wow. Uh, and so, long so st- that's when you started producing. Yes. So then you got the MacBook. You like I'm gonna start producing, yes. and then you started doing arrangements and putting them on SoundCloud. Yeah. So I wasn't a producer. I would just say I, I was arranging because I thought my stuff was killing. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Until I let somebody hit, like, nah, that ain't you know. But I'm okay with that. I love uh, cri- uh, criticism because yeah. it, it helps me. And yeah. if you don't like criticism, you're not going to grow. But that's another story. Yeah. Um, but I love you know if somebody said like, nah, changes. I you know, I, I love it because yeah. that that means that I'm still open. And I don't care how whatever level God take me to, I'm gonna still be able to listen. Yeah, man. And so uh, I got that, and um, I started doing covers. You can go to my sound; they still on my SoundCloud to this day. I'm glad. You, yeah. Listen, no matter how far you go, I'm glad you kept them up there. Yes, sir. I took some of them down. <laughs> I was embarrassed. I took some of them down. I ain't gonna lie. I took some of them down because I was like, "What was you? What the hell were you thinking?" But in that moment, you couldn't tell me I wasn't killing. But I was killing, boy. But yeah, I right, so you you got them on SoundCloud, yep. and then doors started opening from there. Doors start opening, people start asking me to produce their record, and I'm like, man, I'm not a, in my head, I'm not a producer, but okay, I you know I'll shoot for it. And my first record I've done, I'm I'm embarrassed, you know, it's just not good. But can can people go listen? to No, it right I'm now? not going to say it because the artist probably would, you know. But yeah, no. Go to my SoundCloud. You you'll get a glimpse of <laughs> who I was, and I'm grateful for that. It means that you know we we grow, yes. you know. Yeah. And, and but yeah, I'm just grateful for the opportunity to getting called to do anything. Yes, man. And so um, I started doing that, and then like locally, I started producing records in Chicago. Uh, and then um, one day, um, I started doing string horns arrangements. Like okay. I was just you know figuring it out. I wasn't what the best. software though. Logic. Let's go. Yeah, I'm like I'm a Logic baby. Bro. Me too, man. All day I can do Die it all. Like, yeah, everything but playback. I hope you ain't doing no playback 
with with with. I definitely do. No, you need to do Ableton. That's another. I definitely. Do. That's another podcast. We, yeah, we'll talk about it because like I saw one another one of the homies put a Facebook on status uh, a Facebook status on Facebook about that, and I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm one of them. Yes, you gotta come. You gotta come from among them, big dog. Yes. You got. You gotta show me, man. Yeah, because yeah. Right now, like I be at church, and my wife she sang the song as is. I just press play. But what if it shut down because it's CPU? It never does. That's because you ain't probably running enough. Listen to me, though. I'll show you my computer when we're done. Okay. I hey, it, it, it happened, but it don't be no. So- Listen, I've never had a CPU shutdown. Ever and I better not. I better not have one next week neither. Because of you, nah, I mean, I, hey, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, Jay, you jinx me. Nah, I never have a logic though. But I only use waves. I don't use no software instruments when I do that. Yeah. And I put all the files on the yeah, computer. I don't, so. I don't trust it because it failed me so many times. Oh, I got you. Especially like the higher you get, it's just you have to start. Like the Bible say, as when the Romans do this, you do, you know you gotta yeah. be, you gotta come on. So show up. so did you ha- did you ever do a big gig where it crashed? Yes. Wow, what was the game? I'm not going to say. So you're trying to get me. I'm not going to tell you everything now. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't, I ain't going to share everything now. You need no. a big gig and lodging crash. Yes. <laughs> Embarrassed. So I would un- I understand yeah. why you would be adamant about Ableton. Yes. But that's never happened to me. Yeah. Or what happened was I I just got found in Ableton a few years back. But I was doing, I start, what I started doing is, is bouncing the two track to a two track and, and running two tracks that's how that's how I hated logic very, yes. yeah yeah but that is safe yep click, I've done that before click to the left take the take the left side of the house and, 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 and y'all get the right side and that's how we straight mono stems or with the choir that I used to do we used to do rolling 1680 yeah I don't know if you remember those yes yeah. I still got my rolling 1680 do you use it no I'm not gonna carry that big old suitcase on, a, on an airplane <laughs> I take my little laptop little interface and I'll be good yeah. Lugging this thing about this big. I'm not doing that. Yeah, that joke is big. Huge. I, the first time I saw it, the first time I saw, because I knew the 1824, the it, smaller one. No, nah, that's that's the same size. It's the uh, 24, I mean, um, 1680. It's just the uh, yes, more channels. Is. But I saw Ty and them, they had like the big one. What's that one? That's a 2480. Yes. That's a whole console. <laughs> Who's traveling with that? That's like an X32. <laughs> Get on a plane with an X32. <laughs> That's yeah, that's hilarious. All right, well, let's get back. So, did John see the SoundCloud stuff? No, let's go back. Okay, so uh, I start. I got into arranging, and yeah. then um, one of my homies tagged me into John P. Key post. He was looking for a ranger, and I'm like, man, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna see what happened. And I ended up doing it, and uh, he called me, or he, e- I emailed him, and I, for me, and this is for the producers. Your turnaround town can't. Your turnaround time can't be two days. It needs to be a few hours. That's how you're gonna get work. I'm gonna say it again for the people in the back. If you're trying to be somebody successful, we can't wait three, four days for a turnaround time because mm. you got somebody that can do it in twenty minutes. Yes. And so what I did was he put the post out. Twenty minutes later, I'm sending him back emails, and he like, man, dang. He said, this is good. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm hungry. I'm hungry and I want to, I ain't going to let this opportunity pass me. He's like, all right, cool. I'm going to send you another one. I killed that one. Bam. Sent it back. He called me at one o'clock in the morning yeah. and said, Jayanne, what's up, man? It's the preacher. I said, I woke my wife up. I'm like, this John P. Key call. This John P. Key on the phone. And he's like, hey, man. Hey, welcome to the Key team, man. And I'm like, welcome to the team. I'm, I'm excited. Like, 
I'm a part of John B. Key team. And so, long story short, that's how it all started. Uh, he sent me track, and I think I did about 30 tracks. At that time, I was just a producer on on the road. And so, uh, he then So, you won't even... Wait. You were on the road with him and won't plan. No, no, no. I wasn't even on the road with him. I was just working from home. Okay, so so let's talk about that. Okay. Because there are some cats who are amazing mm-hmm. that don't necessarily want to be on the road. For sure. So you have just revealed that you can be a part of a team that's working from the crib. Yeah. I mean, the pandemic just showed that if, <laughs> if, if you, you didn't... <laughs> You didn't grab it, you know. I was man. I made so much money during the pandemic. I really want to go back because I made. I bought so many keyboards, y'all, during the pandemic. But y'all leave, leave me alone, man. So you working from home? Yes. You doing the arrangements? You getting them to his band? They rocking with your arrangements? No, 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 no. Not, not it was songs because because oh. John got a Pastor Key got a he got a catalog. Yeah, and so um, he's recording songs every other day probably yeah. still to this day and so i had the opportunity to you know be a producer on, on this role and so it's it was life-changing for me and wow. so how it shifted uh, to me going on the road is that um some of his guys end up going out with lady gaga and a lot of other places yeah. so he ended up calling me actually my first gig was in raleigh let's go carolina it was, it was at a quartet program <laughs> it was, that's perfect yes yeah, it was not good it was it, i mean from for me, it wasn't good. Why? Because I, he, Pastor Keith, it's, it's like he's going to send you the, the songs. So it's a lot of music. Yeah. As a quartet, you already know we got the one, the six, the four. It's oh, like it's, happening like that. Nah, it's a lot of arrangements. <laughs> and so for me, it's like now I got to transition my mind to, you know what I'm saying? And so. As playing with an artist, you know, you have to be that. You have to become that. And so it was a little challenging at first because it was uncomfortable. Uh, and, and my first gig with him was on mains. And so just imagine the pressure that I felt. It was a lot of pressure. And he was like, man, you did good, man. He was like, I understand. Like, it's okay. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah. That's good, too. Yes. So he gave you first time grace. No, I, I he knew. He gave you grace for, for that being the first gig. For sure. But I, I still knew my way around it with it being a lot of music. Yeah. Now I wouldn't. So I you didn't like. So the so the audience would not have known. No, nah, they wouldn't know that. Sitting down. No, because I was like, okay, what I'm doing. Like Morgan Turner was that. So that's my brother, man. He yeah. he, helped, he helped me get through it, and so you know, I'm just grateful that I was able to be a part of. Let's go. At the end of the day. I would need to be comfortable with myself more. And because I felt like in order for me to be my true self or in order for me to have a big impact on the world, I would need to be with a group of people that I know when that's not the case. I was kind of scared at first because I felt like I was going to miss them. My parents have told me many times that I have gifts and I need to use it and like people wish they could do what I do and I was like "Mm, I don't want to do that since I was really young I really like to speak and make people feel better in life and it's just something I enjoy hi this is Nay and that was Nay's Place if you want to catch more search Nay's Place on Apple Podcasts Spotify and RXS Entertainment YouTube channel. So that was the, up until that point, that was the biggest gig. 
Yep, up until that point. Yep, I, I toured with him. Um, and the video is still viral now. We uh, did the um, the convocation. Yeah, uh, me, CJ, uh, Jawan on guitar, uh, Justin D's on organ. That show is uh, he on mains. First I'm on of organ. all, I had a blaze on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That. Okay. So, cause I want to talk about that, but we don't got time for sure. So, you do that. So obviously the next opportunity came with you. You were on the road and just got seen by other people. Well, I, that's when, like, so when I was playing with him, Todd wasn't who Todd is now. And so Todd, he ended up calling me um, to just kind of sub for his keyboard play. He was out. And so um, I was doing spot days for Todd. And is Todd from where you're He's from? He's from Chicago. Got yep. it. So you already knew about him the entire time? Yeah, I was actually, a fan. I've been a fan of Todd since no other name. Yeah. Uh, and like, I saw him um, years ago and I told my wife, like, man, I would love to play for that dude because at that point, I'm still trying to develop who I am. Yeah. After coming from quartet, but I knew that it was more, but I just didn't know how to get there. How to get there. And so, I, that's and later on in life, I ended up, um, you know, making it, it, it was like a 360 with uh coming from John and then Todd so it's like literally it's like funk gospel to like CCM worship yeah so and, and was that your introduction into the CCM stuff yes okay yes. so you are well versed because of the situations you've been in for sure and I'm, I'm I'm noticing that as you tell your story yes sir so you start out it's all quartet that's it and then it's like gospel like funk and gospel and then yes. you get with Todd and, and it's, it's like CCM. All day. Three, four, five, six with some pads. Yes. So he asked you to do spot dates. So mm-hmm. how does it become a permanent thing? He asked me. Uh, he ended up uh, transitioning from his old you know, unit. And uh, he was like, man, what do you think? I'm like, I would love it. I would absolutely love it. And so by that time, I was already, uh, I told my wife, I'm like, man, um, I, I think I want to do this. But the other part of it is that because John, you know, it was John. And it's like. How do I transition smoothly? And I, I told John, I'm like, well, um, I think I want to do this because I can literally um, put my feet on the ground and and run with this because this is fresh. Or I can either stay with you and 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 it be like, okay, well, I was a part of this, but I wanted to be a part of something, something that I say, started. like, I want to be from the able, ground up. Yeah, like I, yeah. I help. I build. help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you actually said this is another good nugget. You didn't just like. High and dry, John. No, uh-uh. Integrity you, is everything, man. Yes. Like, it's so many components about being a successful musician that we don't talk about enough because people think that it's just press play. All right, let's go. It's more than that. You got to be a good person. 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 Like, you got to be a good person. Like, people don't care how talented you are. And I know some a lot of cats that can play me under a bench, but what you're not going to do is you're not going to outwork me. I'm gonna always outwork you. You gonna play, you gonna play circles around me, but you're not gonna outwork me. And wow. and I'm gonna be on time. I'm gonna be professional. Um, I'm gonna work well with people, and I'm gonna do more than what's asked. That's how my career has been, um, successfully stable. Yeah, um, man. So you get with Todd. It becomes a thing where you're helping him build. He's yeah. not the Todd Delaney that everybody knows. Mm-hmm. So did you you come did you come in automatically? No. I didn't know nothing. Todd pushed me to to be who I am today as well. Um I didn't know nothing about Ableton. He he put Ableton in my face. All right, we use knees today, because we used to use two tracks. Yeah. 
and uh, two tracks grew, and he was like, he he had a, a 13-inch MacBook uh, Pro, and he was like, all right, we're using this tonight. And I'm like, man, I don't know nothing about this. Like, why would you give me this the day of? You know what I'm saying? We doing this. But he he knew more than me then. Uh, and so we was running clicks. So and Todd stuff. is into that. Well, he know enough to get the point across. Mm. He probably don't even touch. He probably haven't touched it since I've been there. I got you. And so, but he, somebody must have showed him and he brought it to me. All right, we using this. And so I literally, you put anything in front of me, I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. I said that earlier. He sat in front of me the first few weeks because I didn't have the computer that had the Ableton. You know, he fussed at me. The click is in the house and such and such and this. And I'm like, man, I don't know. <laughs> and so he fussed at me every show because I couldn't get it right. Cause I didn't have it, yeah. I went and got it, and you couldn't tell me. You couldn't. So told you me. went and bought the yes. thirteen inch. No, 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 I, Ableton. Cause I already had. Oh. I already had my computer. So hold on, is this still the same white computer? No, no, no. This, this, upgrade, I, okay. I upgraded. I, I started making a few dollars then. <laughs> you know? So you just like okay, I'm going to buy Ableton. Yes, I got to get it. I and was it. Ableton as expensive then as it is now? I don't. You know what? I didn't buy it. My homie Tyler gets shout okay, out to so Tyler. Shout out to that's, Tyler. That's my tech. That's my. Computer. That's my one of my best friends, White Tyler. But he black though. <laughs> so he put it on your computer. Yes. You learned it. I learned it. And y'all were just doing material that Todd had already made. At this yeah, point. we was doing. Um, yep, we was doing stuff, stuff off his old record, no other name. Um, and we was just traveling to different cities, playing with different. So I, he would take me along with them, and then whatever church band, whether it was a bass player, or drummer, we ended up using them. So then take me into him asking you to be a part of like the production and the arranging of the new material. Well, Jamel Kimbrough is his producer. Okay. So I have very little with uh, those records. And so, but what ended up happening is, is uh, as the, I guess time flew, uh, we formed the Delaney band. And so. Right. So, so take me from how it went from that. To the Delaney band. Uh, so one thing that I mind about Todd is that uh, he believe in um, changing culture. And so he understood, and I told him as well, that like what we're trying to do is give people encounters. We have to take people with us to give people the whole view of what this actually looked like. The presence of God and all of that. And so most of the times we think that, okay, your band got a, you know, your band got a church. I mean, your church got a band and we're going, you know, it's more than that because most of these guys don't have the heart behind worship because it's like all right man i ain't finna play this four five six stuff i don't want a church and so we under started to understand that man in order for us to change this we got to bring a group of guys and singers with us that can help uh transform people's mind to what this actually could be yep and so we end up you know getting a band uh bj came on yes uh dukes um uh, and um later on Jalen and uh vic and so, you know, surrounding yourself, and, and it's a cheat code, too. If you're trying to do this successfully, you need people, uh, you want to build them around heart and not talent. I could teach anybody talent, but I can't teach you heart. That's good, Jay. And that's kind of what he built, you know, the ministry on. And so um, anything that you're trying to build that's successful, you need the right hearts around it. You don't need somebody that know everything because we're going to be into it all the time. It's not, it's not your vision. I just need you to show up and do what I'm asking you to do. But then the other part of it is, is if if I got your heart, I can I can, you could sound like George Dukes if I want you to. You know I can yeah. I can sound you can sound like whoever Spanky whatever. If I got your heart, I can get you to you know basically you know do whatever in a good way, not in a manipulative way. I got you, but in a way that is like man, I'm just here to grow. Yeah. Yep. So y'all built the the Delaney band, mm -hmm. and then y'all started. Was it a collaborative effort 
in the production from that point on? Now, Jamel, shout out to Jamel Kimbrough. So Jamel produced everything. He produced everything. I just led the band to moments. So what my job was with Todd, he gave me liberty to whatever God is downloading in me in that moment. So for me, I understood my calling is moments. When you want an encounter, when you want something in that moment, I know how to download from well, God to give it to me, and I express it through music. That's my gift. That's my. That's what I was created to do. Yeah. And so, um, so anything spontaneous or on the fly. Yes, that's all. That's what I did. Yeah. And so that's good. Later on, when we started working on uh, after your great name record, we did the Tablets record. He gave us a little bit. Jamel gave us a little bit more like leeway to be creative. So was Jamel. With y'all? No, Jamel. He so Jamel. He, he's a million. No, not him. Well, I ain't gonna put his business. But he's <laughs> he's the brains behind. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. So the arrangements and everything comes from him. Most of them. But okay. like like I said, he started like giving us a little leeway. That with, makes sense. With with some of the arrangements. So like right now, the Your Grand Name record that you probably hear with Ty. That's my arrangement. Uh, they still doing it to this day. That's fire, bro. Yep. So, how long did you play with Todd? Seven, maybe seven to eight years, maybe. Yeah. If you don't mind telling me, was the was the transition out of that smooth? Um, it could have been smoother. Um, but like I said, with me knowing what's next for me, I don't. I always leave it up to God to where it's like, okay, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that sometimes with transition, it's always going to be chaos because we don't know how to handle it. Uh, and so for me, I understand every season of my life, uh, before it gets uncomfortable, um, I know that, or, or not before it gets uncomfortable, but I know it's time to move when it gets uncomfortable. So you got to a place where you could feel like, okay, it's time. Yeah. And that's every area of my life. Every church I ever played at, it's mm. like, it gets uncomfortable. Because it's like, where you at? What time you going to be? You know what I'm saying? When it becomes like that, it's like, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's time to move. And so it. Ty, you know, he that's my brother to this day. I love him to death. Yeah. Uh, and so it's just every season comes with that. You know what I'm saying? It ain't dynasties don't last forever. Mm. You could look at it from a spiritual perspective, whatever perspective. Look at the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, they don't last. Look at um soundcheck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it's about <clears throat> making the best of that yes, season. Yes. And then when it's time yes. to move on, For be sure. willing to move on. For sure. What did you do next? Uh, I got caught. I moved to Atlanta. Okay. How old were you when you moved to Atlanta? How uh, old are you at this time? I'm 36. I moved to Atlanta when I was 34. No, okay. Yeah, 34. Yeah. And so as soon as I moved to Atlanta, I got called to go on tour uh, with Tink. Yeah. Oh, she's a uh, Chicago artist as well. And uh, Let's go. That. Yeah, I did that um, quietly because I, I felt like the church was going to judge me. <laughs> so you ain't tell nobody? No, I ain't told no. I ain't posted about it or nothing. <laughs> you know how the church is. Well, you know, the, the Lord is going to... Yeah, you're going to hell, Jay. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually in hell now compared to them. (laughs) Let them tell it. You're burning hell wide open. Wide (laughs) open. So you do the Tink gig. Yep. So now you go from CCM to like R&B. Let me go back. Let me go back. Okay. No, it's okay. Okay, so when I moved to Atlanta, I got connected with Maverick. Okay. Uh, I end up doing, um, I end up meeting HB, uh, Aaron, and channeling them um, in Atlanta. Yeah, I went to the um, the Juneteenth record. Okay, um, yes, with um, um, Jonathan McReynolds, KJ Doe. Scriven, yeah, yeah, uh, Jaqueline Carr, yeah, yeah, no, yep, yep, no, no, Jaqueline went on that one, yeah, 
Yeah, you know, she was on yeah, 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 yeah. And so um, I connected with them. I ended up playing on the record. So I, I'm on two songs. Let's go. On that record. Uh, I did that. And then after that, I got connected. I started playing at Tribal Nights. They used to have these nights where yeah. they come out to worship, kind of like what y'all see online. I did that. Uh, I did that like four or five times. And after that, um, I ended up going on tour with them. I did like three of the last big tour days before the Kingdom Tour. Yeah. Yep. So then how did you get connected with Tink? Um, one of my homies recommended me. He was it's like, hey, man. It's um, relationships. It's always yeah. relationships. Kind. Can you do this thing? And I'm like, well, I don't really do R&B, but I was like, how much is spent? All right, bet. I'm, I'm down. <laughs> I'm, I'm in there. Yo, so did you like, did you have like, did you talk to your wife or talk to God or did you think about it like, I'm not sure if I should do this? Or did you go ahead and dive in? Like I said earlier, and now let's, hopefully when you watch this, it's all going to line up. Anything that God put in front of my face I got to execute it. Yes. Anything. If you put jazz in front of me, I'm I'm not a jazz major, none of that. I'm going to figure out a way to 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 conquer it. Yeah. Anything. A- anything. Yeah. And that's how my mind cuz I come from nothing. And so any opportunity that's presented to me, I know that God wants me to do it. Now, if you tell my selling my soul, no, that's 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 <laughs> something else. But regarding music and what I was called to do, you can put me anywhere. Anywhere. And I'll figure it out. And I'm not saying that I'm the best, I'm the greatest, but I do know that God called me to dominate in this world. Yes, sir. Yep. So you do the Tink gig under the radar. Yep. How was that experience? I loved it. Great people. I ended up leading prayer every night um, for the tour. Uh, and so I, like, my thing is I don't never want to have to be somebody else. I want to be myself at all times. In any room that you go any, in, you're going to be any play. I'm going to be goofy. I'm going to talk about you. We're going to laugh. We're going to cry. Uh, I'm going to share. I'm going to talk. I'm going to let you know what I'm thinking. Yeah. All of that. That's who I am. I don't yeah. want to have to be fake and phony. Woo. You know what I'm saying? And so I just feel like that people get in these rooms and they try to be something that they're not. And I'm not called to like that. Like they conform. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. Yeah. This is who I am. And whether you take it or love it. And so, did you build a chemistry with band members from there? It was just me. It was me and the DJ. Interesting. Yep. So I ended up. Uh, I had the opportunity to my um, to help arrange some of her show. Uh, shout out to um, my big bro. He live in LA. Um, Kevin Randolph. Let's go. He came to my crib, and he's a Grammy nominated producer. Um, came to my crib, and we just worked it out and helped with that. And so he was. This was my first time doing this. Like, man, I'm nervous, man. He's like, man, you gonna do good, bro. And I'm like. No, I'm not. And he's from Chicago too, though. And so See, Chicago deep. Yeah, we are in these right? music streets. We, we Chicago so deep, it's insane. Yeah. And so uh, he, he basically, you know, you know, told me and encouraged me, you know, to do it. And so, um, and I'm here today. All right. So after Tink, what was next? Um, I got called to do like spot dates. I was I did some stuff with um Torn Wells. Um, yeah, I did some spot dates with well, Jacqueline. Of course, I produce. Uh, I'm one of her producers as well. Right now, to this day, let's go. Um, Christmas singles is out now. A great Christmas, I produced that. Plug, plug. Uh, that's my sister. I love her. Uh, yeah, her entire family. Um, uh, what else? Uh, did you do any more R and B, Jay? Yes. So currently, right now, I'm K Michelle's music director. Thank you, Jay. Okay. Thank you, man. Because you won't finish it. I went, I mean, I, I forgot. It's, it's uh, I, after that, I got called to the same dude that called me to do Tink. was like, hey, man, I know it's last minute. Can you do this gig next week? 
in uh, New York with uh with Kay, and I was like, Kay, who? I'm like, I I, I had to ask my wife like, who is this? Because I don't I don't know. You I, didn't even know who she was. I, I so I played for her years ago. Okay, but like I don't watch TV. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't watch TV, so I don't know reality. <laughs> Little mama, I don't know nobody. Little yachty body, I don't. I grew up in church, so yeah. I don't know these people. <laughs> yeah. I gotta ask my wife, and she'll be like, "You don't know who that is," and I'd be like, "No, I don't." And so she told me who she was. I'm like, "Well, yeah, well, they just called me to play for her, to MD for her." And so that's how was it your happened. wife hype? She was hype. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. So what was that experience like? Because because th- now you're MDing a band in this situation, well, or just, was it just you? It's me and a playback guy and a drummer. So, okay, let's talk about this. So in situations like that, you play a main keys. Yes. The drummer is playing. Drums. And then, like, y'all got the stems. Yeah, I'm playing key bass, a colors, piano. Jeez. So, so is your role changing as far as what you're playing from song to song? Yes. So some songs I'm just only key bass. Some songs I'm playing keys. Some songs I'm not doing nothing on because it's ratchet. And then it's... <laughs> I just, so do you just be like Bobby I just vibe out Yeah I vibe out <laughs> And it's different man Cause it's Like one thing that I love Well what I've learned about R&B Is that they literally Pay for everything Like whatever the role is In gospel If I'm the MD I gotta be the playback guy I gotta do this I gotta do that I gotta do this For the same rate But in R&B It's like no, nah, it's a rate for that It's a rate for this And so like now I'm making like Three times What I was making in gospel and, But And the crazy thing is so I know sometimes because of the situation, budget-wise, it's hard for gospel people to be able to afford it. Mm-hmm. But it's only right if you doing three jobs. Yeah, <laughs> like. But that's a lot, though. It becomes challenging because it's like the reason that I'm here. Or I'm not. Get, I'm not even frustrated for the reason that I'm here. I'm getting frustrated for the other stuff. Ooh, give me some examples. Like, for example, like. MDing right yeah. Our job is to lead the band Yeah I'm the sound tech uh, I'm, I, I gotta make sure The stems work You know what I'm saying And But in the R&B world It's a front of house engineer yes. We gotta monitor the guy And it's a playback person So those are Three different jobs Ran by one person That got four jobs Cause I got an MD Do the, do the, the lights Then with Todd I was doing the lyrics Like it, it was a lot It was very challenging So you would, So what y'all had like On the time code or something No no I was using MIDI codes I mean uh, a wireless router That was on, on Through MIDI uh, With ProPresenter You were running <laughs> Look at Jess yeah. You were running ProPresenter As the MD Yes <laughs> Yo But the, you gotta understand In gospel This has never been done Yeah And so like I said You put it in front of me I'm gonna figure it out. Yes. And so, like that, and that's the thing about me is that it don't matter where God takes me. I'm a all, and I'm gonna say this. I'm telling y'all everything. Hopefully, y'all are listening. I'm gonna keep repeating the same things because it don't change when I get to a, di- a different artist. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's no formula that's different. Whatever you put in front of me, I'm gonna figure it out. Yes, right? sir. Whether you put me in a blues setting, hip hop, I'm gonna figure it out. And so, even from down to my talents, right? He put the Ableton and, and the ProPresenter in front of me. I had to figure it out, right? That's not my job title, but I end up it being my job title. So now I'm doing more than what my job title is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And were you okay with that? I was okay because it's, it's I'm growing. Yes. It ain't about money. And that's the other thing. Like, we don't chase money. Money just so happened to find us because we're doing what we love. But that's that's gonna go over y'all head though. That that need to be the you need to put that as one of your reels. 
<laughs> you already know what time yeah. it is. <laughs> we don't we don't we don't chase money, bro. We and that's the one thing that I instill in the musicians to this day is like, man, you know, we work on our craft, right? And we dominate the craft. And and then we do it with the love of God, love of Christ, and he'll add those things yes, unto us. So let's go to present day. Cause you got you literally have to go to sound check. Yeah. I think it's been pushed back, but we good. Okay. So if it's been pushed back, that's amazing. Double check real quick right now. If you can't hold your mule, <laughs> don't give it to somebody that don't deserve it now. Nah. Please don't. You know he out here sleeping with everybody. Don't do it. And you gonna do it because it feel good. Why? Because it got big thing thing or something. <laughs> that ain't, that ain't. You know how many men folk around here? Never mind. I'm just. Saying, there's plenty of fishies in the sea. If you enjoyed this clip of Be For Real, you can watch the full video. Just head over to RXS Entertainment YouTube channel. You can also listen on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Just type in B-E-F-U-H-R-E-A-L period. Since K Michelle, have you been doing any other like live stuff? No. Interesting. Yeah. So I okay. What about production? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Well, uh, so I travel with uh, Daryl Patterson Take Two when I'm Let's go when I ain't uh on my off days. I love Pastor Man. So uh, so you went so when did you start back doing quartet? Uh, so I got a family group too. Uh, Let's talk about it. Ten White and Refocus. Well, it used to be uh, Ten White and Refocus, but it's Refocus now. Okay. Yep. Okay. So when you say family, do you mean literal family? Yeah. So my two brothers, like blood brothers. I'm the middle brother. I got an old, a older brother. His name is uh, Stephen Junior. Yeah. Anderson. Then it's me. Then it's, I got a little brother named Maurice Anderson. And y'all are refocused. Yes. So we used to be so many things when it come to names. People just don't do right by us because we're, we're misunderstood. And so uh, people think that they're going to come in and just change our culture and what we built. Mm. And so like now, next, we're not putting nobody name in front of nothing else. Because I, I get to produce these records and you don't get to just act crazy. So wait, explain what you're saying, sir. Because so, so, you are talking with your whole chest. Yes. I'll you say it again. You standing on business for real. On phone now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, long story short, me and my brothers, you know, like I said, we grew up in quartet. Yeah, uh, I got a family. Uh, my 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 sisters sing, my my mom sing, uh, my brothers sing, and so we always would sing around the house and stuff like that. Uh, but I'm not a lead singer. None of my brothers. We we just we the harmony. Like you could we could sing anything. And so um, we always wanted to connect with somebody that understood who we were, and uh, that can take what we give them and magnify it. And so we've been a part of a lot of groups, but they just didn't do right by us because they. Bec I I got it now. You get it because taking on a lead singer role, you, you think this yours? Yeah, and it's not. This this is ours, and so this is ours. Eyes, as if I was in Chicago, this eyes, <laughs> ours, and so you know. And I get it, you know what I'm saying? It's so good. And now you're like, man, we got to do this. And it's like, no, we need to talk through this. Because I'm producing all the records. I'm writing all the, music, all the music. And so all those records, I produce and I've written the music. And so you're not going to take what 
we did and be like, oh, yeah, this is what we're doing. I'm like, no, nah, nigga. Like, we got to talk through this. Yeah. And that's basically, you know, that's how it is. But like I said, in, in every season, man, God always, it gets uncomfortable. Yes. It gets uncomfortable. So it got to a place where it got uncomfortable and then you and your brothers decided it's just us. No, nah, I left because I, I said that maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. And so I said, man, I'll help from afar. But I knew that um, that my time was drawing near. So then it ended, and from there, you're doing everything else you're doing, of course. Yep. How in the world, number one, you from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Daryl Pettis in Memphis, right? Yep. Wow. So Fred Perry is one of my best friends. Shout out, Fred. Yeah, that's, that's that's my brother. Um, yeah. And so we we got connected over the years, and uh, we was doing music, and um he said one day, um, he's like, man, Pastor, he, he talked about you. And he was like, man, he, you know, because I told Fred that I wasn't down. So I'm, I'm sure per, Fred probably said, hey, man, he ain't with Refocus no more, man. We need to grind this nigga, man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how it happened. So I guess Pastor, he probably slept on it and prayed on it. And he was just kept saying, like, man, you know, after a while, uh, but, and I, I think I was going for my brother's group for a few months. And so he was like, Pastor told him, like, man, I just kept having dreams about you being a part of uh, Take Two. And I was like, all right, Pastor, you know, I, I don't really want to do, yeah, like, because Cortez don't pay. Like, I, I'm i not doing that. I'm not coming out here for $100. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not doing that because I'm used to making a lot of money. And so yes. I'm not driving nowhere. Y'all going to fly me. Like, so wait, wait, because you got a little bit of time. So we have to pause. Okay. Sometimes I feel a little weird talking about it. Mm-hmm. But it's true, Jay. You got to drive your own car. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you got to put your own gear in the trunk. Yep. You got to buy your own food. Yep. You got to share a room if there is one. Yep. And then they pay you like nothing. For sure. But one thing I can say about Pastor is that like, and that's why I rock with him because uh, as a leader, like, like he literally like checks on me. Most of these artists that we play for, they don't really care about us. No, they don't. So, like, Pastor called me and said, hey, man, I'm praying for you, man. Like, anything I could do, like. And so, for me, even before, like, anything else, like, I appreciate that. And I tell them all the time, like, man, like, if you keep doing that, like, you got me. Yeah. Because I think that we don't get that enough in church. Like, you know, they pay us to come and make sure that their stuff sound good, but they don't really check on the person. The person. Like, we, we, we matter. And so, uh, and so... Uh, even before whatever and so it don't matter pastor could say hey we ain't getting paid and i still do it because i i love him and i and i appreciate what he do for me and my family so your relationship with him put you in a place where you viewed playing for him different than yes. just gigging yes absolutely god that's yep good. and so of course you know with pastor you know we're gonna have encounters Yes, and that's yeah. one thing that's different from every quartet group. We, I don't want to hear a drive. Like people, literally, their lives are on the line. And what are we giving them? You know what I'm saying? And so, just to back it up, so pastor, like, man, whatever you need. And so, pastor paid me pretty good. Yeah. And so they they give me flights. And so yeah. he's changing the culture from what quartet actually looked like. Yes. And so, shout out to my group, Pastor Derek Pedersen, take two. Yeah, because like we gotta talk about it here because we both quartet boys. Yep. There, there's this thing where I don't know why. Maybe you know why, because you're yeah. a little bit older than me. But it's like, when do we decide that this standard is too low? 
when opportunity come. Because you don't you don't know if it's too low if you ain't never experienced nothing else. Interesting. It's like this, like, how do you know what good living is if you never lived in a good house? You know, or driven a good car. Like, how do you know this haircut is not really good unless you experience top notch? Like it's levels to everything. Like for example, iPhones, computers. We know that this computer is old because it's slow, right? And it's like I, I gotta get something else. And then we get upgraded and then we see something else. Like, oh man, this is way better. Yeah. And then it's like now I, I lost this computer, it got stolen. Now I gotta get revert back to this old computer that's really slow. You like, oh no. No, <laughs> sir. I can't do this. I gotta get me a new computer. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? And it, so it's like that. Like God and so my my mental space when it comes to stuff like that, I always tell people that if God wanted me to see it, he wanted me to conquer it. Yeah. He showed me it for a reason. I gotta conquer this. He yeah. put it in my face, and so I have to figure out wh- why. Yeah. And so when it comes to you know um, us seeing things and being able to say, I'm worth more than this. Yeah. I'm worth more than this, and so like now that I know that, I gotta act on it, and it's gonna make you uncomfortable. But, and I love the fact that Pastor Pettis respected it. Yep. Cause um, some quartet artists will just fire you and hire the person that's okay with the crumbs. Yeah. And that's not, it, I've seen it happen. Jesus. And I'd be like, you just fired the dopest squad you've ever had because they didn't want to share rooms. Yeah. But, but my thing is that we knew that though. Yeah. What you mean? In terms of musicians. Yeah. Whether it's from Doc McKenzie to whoever, like yeah. we know that Doc go through band, like it, yeah. like I didn't went away. Oh yeah, Doc. And he up. and he had new, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah, and he, it's he no diss towards that, but I'm just saying it from a from a from a place of like, okay, so what are we actually doing? Like, what is this goal? Yes. Like, and so even with Pastor, like I I rock with him the long way because, <clears throat> excuse me, I know when I come with him, it's gonna be an encounter. Yes. And so man. the same way with Ty, like. We we didn't go nowhere without seeing a miracle, you know, or yeah. without seeing a wonder. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like we we don't really talk about that enough in church, but this is why we do what we do. But then it's like people be like, "Are oh, you too deep?" But it's what's opposite of that? Carnal. I don't want to be carnal. Like I want to be here so that way that I can walk in my purpose. And it's like anybody that I play for now, I'm looking for encounters. I don't. So want- you don't. It, it doesn't matter at this point. It doesn't matter, especially in gospel. It's yeah. like whether it's quartet or whatever. You're still looking to be a yes. part of like Daryl Pettis got that thing yeah. too. Yeah. It, it, he built different. Yep. And so the same way with Tim White, it was the same way. And so yeah. it was just like, you know, we have to figure out what this actually is. And so, but like I said, pride gets in the way of things. Yeah. And even before that happens, you know, the destruction, it, it has to happen because it's like, you know, this is what it is. But, you know, people have their own mental space and what they actually thinking to go through with whatever. Yeah. And not communicate. But, you know, it is what it is. Every season of my life, man, I go from greater, uh, from good to greater. Yes. And I'm okay with that. So what are some of the, through all of this from, from when you started up until now, what has been some of the biggest challenges that you faced? Um, right. Okay. So now transparent. So like I MD tied for eight years. So I just uh, produced um, Kalante's record, Kalante Gavin's record. Yeah. Um, and so, now my biggest challenge is is not sounding like Todd, because mm. I've did that for so many years, and I don't want to be able to be like, I just sound like Todd, or that sound like, but that's become my sound. That's become me, and it's like most of his flows it came from me. Yeah. So it's like now as a producer, which is 
I love worship music. That's who I am. And I think that like that the challenging part is I have to reinvent myself. Yeah. Yeah. I got to. Yeah. So how has that process been? It's been challenging. Um, listening to different music, but you know, with creating moments or being a producer, I have to step out. And so like my next challenge is, is now listening to different music. Yes, sir. Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm proud of you for saying that out loud, man. Yeah. Cause, um, some people are, um, either ashamed of, too ashamed to say that. You won't grow. Mm. Like I said earlier, life is about, we, we have to move to the next level and, and you have to, um, literally face those things that are holding us back like i gotta i gotta say it even in marriage like most of the things that i've i've encountered is not being able to communicate and so i had to learn how to communicate in order to have a successful anything anything that like i had to communicate with you to let you know i was gonna be here today yes what if i was just like oh yeah cool and you're like hey you gonna come and then you never hear back from me it's like you gonna come <laughs> well i got my team communication and so being able to i've learned how to do that over the years and so i've learned to you know um, talk through what those things are, so that way that I can be better, and that's the only way. I still want to grow. Mm-hmm. I still, want, I still want to do other things, yeah. but the only way that I can do it is is if I understand that these are my shortcomings, and I got to talk through that. And sometimes it's, it's it's it could be vulnerable. You know, me and we don't really like being vulnerable. But I I used to go to counseling once a week every. You know, and uh, I people you know culturally we like man you crazy you ain't in the room with you boy like no you need to go every everybody that's listening you need to go sit on somebody's couch yes whether it's just to hear yourself talk but you need to go sit down with somebody to just talk out uh past experiences that you probably don't even know that you still have you know and so that's I, i'm a real big advocate and shout out to my wife too she helped me to um talk through some of my challenges wow. so that way that i can be better and like I can feel like that it's genuine from me. Yeah, man. Like it's like a yo, I always want to be growing at all times. I got and you. And whatever it takes, whatever I need to hear, whatever I need to go through, I'm down. Yep. Bro, that's huge. Yeah, man. Cause that's huge. Cause it's not easy. That's it's not, not easy. easy. No, it's not. Cause sometimes you're gonna be embarrassed. Sometimes you're gonna be humiliated. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're gonna be confused. Misunderstood. Oh. Yeah. Do you have any situation that sticks out where you were misunderstood the most? Is there any situation where you were like, um, they just don't get it? Yeah, with, with my with my family. Um, uh, and those are some of the people that, you know, and I love my family. Like, we're, we're in good stand. So before I say that, I wanted to say that. Yes. Uh, there are some of the people that keeps you here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, um, with that is like, you know, I always have to be the big dog with them to prove to them that this is who I am. Mm. Like, even though these accolades, it mean everything to everybody else to my phone. Oh, that's just me. Oh, that's just James. You know, I'm uh, not, you know, I ain't Jay Ann. I ain't none of that. Oh, that's just you. And so I was even talking to somebody about that earlier is that like, you know, family is like we had to understand that, you know, God called us to our family and ain't nothing we could do about it. And so but that still don't stop us from uh, sharing what the truth is. And the truth is, is like, I know who I am. Like I'm, I got, you know, awards, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I can't really talk. Are you arrogant? No, I'm I'm just telling you, (laughs) like, this is what I do. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, the challenging part is with family is like, you know, they try to keep you here. And, Mm. but yeah, 
they're so familiar with you that yeah. they don't they don't even yeah they don't respect who you've become yeah. outside of what they've always known yep and they're gonna remind you that you just James yep but now they're doing better now like hopefully they watch this but I, I love y'all and but but I'm always gonna tell you how I feel yeah whether if it comes out and hurts you um but it depends on how you said it to me <coughs> and so excuse me um but yeah so now what do you have going on? What's going on musically now? Bro? Um I'm on tour right now with Fred Hammer. Let's um, go. Uh doing a um worship live tour. How did that happen? Um uh, actually it came Michelle. Um uh, front of house engineers Ray Hammond. And that's why it's it's Yo, uh, that's crazy. That's Fred's yeah. brother. Yep. And so he was doing front of house. I ended up meeting him and um we end up um he ended up, you know, we, we talked and he was like, Man, would you do a Fred? I'm like, heck yeah. Like <laughs> That ain't nothing to talk about. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, um, I end up, you know, being a good person on that gig. And he saw me handling that, that gig under pressure. And he was like, dude, I would love, to, you know, for you to come over with us. Whoa. Yeah. Did you have to audition? No. Let's. No rehearsal. My first gig, uh, I showed up. <laughs> no rehearsal. I sent the music. And I, uh, I've been there ever since. Is this the, was this the first is this the first gig where you've played so much ox? Yes, in my entire career. <laughs> is your head spinning? And listen, I watched. Listen, I just watched one of your IG videos, and I saw the way you were looking at the keyboards. Like, okay, I got to make sure these sounds is on yes, the sound that I want to use. Yes, and then I saw you like I think you tried to play like the synth lead, and the volume wasn't up or something. I said. Jay, I just seen that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, he working. Yeah, it's it's, but like I said, you put put it in front of me. I'm a, I'm yeah, I'm gonna I'm figure it out. And I'm not saying I'm the, like I said, I'm not saying I'm the best at whatever. I just know that for me, I I try to dominate, you know, and try to do the best that I can. But Jay, you're really uh, wait, Jay, you're really good though. Like for people who don't, for people who know, you know. But if you don't know, you can't do all of these things he's saying. If you're not good. <laughs> or a good person. I'm a good person. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> but yeah, like the the idea that every situation that you've been in is the first. Yes. Every time. Yes. And it's like that mentality of like, hey, man, if God put it before me, he wants me to not only conquer it, but dominate it. Yeah. Bro. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's just going to continue. For sure. Especially with being a good person, like you put yourself in situations, your your gift takes you places that who you are has allowed you to stay there, grow there, to be sustained there and then to be taken to the next level. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people get frustrated with um, being extremely talented, but stagnant. Mm -hmm. So, like, hearing your story makes it very evident that nine times out of ten, when you're stuck, it's not because of your inability to execute mm -hmm. your craft. Yeah. It is the person. The person yep. needs to grow. The yeah, person needs to catch up to the skill level. So, an another thing or another place that I use to grow is church. Yes, sir. Um I will employ every musician that's, I guess, whether you're 14, whatever your age is, is uh, take your church platform and make it your own. Um, that's how I got into 
everything that I'm doing, my church, every church that I ever played for, um, the pastor gave me liberty to just, you know, and I know how to grow churches too. That's another story for another moment, but um, music ministry, all of that. And so uh, I use church platform to grow as a musician, yeah, man. play all these keyboards. I was playing at the church. I had, I was playing organ. I had main keys of it. I had, I had a whole spaceship about 15 years ago. And I knew that someday that I was going to do this. I didn't know it was going to be later on. But here's bro. the thing. So on this tour, have you thought about that church? Yes, absolutely. Because I'm doing the exact same thing I was doing 15, 20 years Did ago. Did you get emotional, Jay? No, I didn't get emotional. I'm proud of you. I yeah. would have got emotional. Mm -mm. Like, like you, know the, you know those movie shots where like, like say for instance. Where you like, come from? Yeah. Like are you sitting on the stage, but then it flashed back to the to you sitting. I don't even know if I got any pictures of that. You, I was try uh, to find, see, man. See if somebody got one. Jesus, you need to, you need to put the the tour you on now, and then when you were at that church. That's good. I'm gonna find that. Yo, man, I hope you find it all. Yeah. Before we go, man, is there anything that you want people to know about you or in general? Uh, well, I love God, man. Um, my whole career been based off that. Um, I uh, love my family. Um, I just love the art of music. Um, I just, I love being around good people. I just try to stay out of trouble. I mean, <laughs> that's it. I don't think it's, it's no, you know, ain't no, um, you know, no secret box or anything like that. You know, life is, is what it's going to be. You know, I made some bad mistakes as well. Um, and so, um, just keep living and just, you know, figure out what to do and what not to do. That's before we go. Cause you just said something. I have to ask a question. What has been one of the biggest mistakes you made and what was the recovery? Uh, that's a good question. One of my biggest mistakes is, hmm, I got to think about that, dog. That's, that's loaded. One of my biggest mistakes is not really leaving from quartet sooner than I thought. Cause I, I felt like I'm I'm behind, and I said that earlier. I felt like I waited. I'm a late bloomer. I felt like if I would have, but the other part of it is I'm keeping one a buck with you. If I was as good as what I wanted, I would have been arrogant. So that's probably why God didn't want me to do that. Cause I, I in my mind I can play like Corey Henry, <laughs> but my fingers just won't allow me to. And so if I could do that, I would be like nobody here is better than me. You know? Yeah. He wouldn't. He wouldn't let me do that. So I think like well I won't say a mistake, but. That's what I think. That I, I wanted to be able to start a little earlier so that way that yes. I can be better. Yes. But at this point, you're still good, Jay. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. At, at this point, it's like the crazy thing is I know exactly what you're saying mm -hmm. because it can feel like you're losing time on the yeah. uh, hamster wheel. For sure. And some situations can have you like five, six, ten years on the hamster wheel. Yeah. So I do understand. Yep. Even this tour, like Philip is playing the hell out of this piano. Listen, he's every one of the night. That's it. Bro. I don't even want to talk about Philip, but he's <laughs> inspired me so much that I said, dude, I just need to do lessons with you once a week. I just need to mm -hmm. I just need to articulate like why are you thinking like this? And if I start doing that, I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna start posting all the cold video. I'm gonna start showing up on all y'all. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> so after you get your lessons with Phil, it's over. <laughs> I'm posting all. I'm listen. I'm playing Fly to the Bumble. I'm playing everything. I'm telling you now. Just a heads up. 
when Phil started giving me lessons once a week, it's over with. Yo! And where's Phil from? Chicago. Of course I knew that, but yes. I had to ask just for the... Yes. Like... Philip Feaster. Do you know the history of Chicago? Because it's like, it seems like a whole, like the people, like that all musicians migrate to that city. Like, no, nah, we just, you know, so Chicago is a musical city. Yeah. And so, uh, like I said, I started a little late. And so most musicians, we used to have like jams, big jams. Like most of the, our, um, the musicians that were on tour were like, you know, Rex Hardy, yeah, Calvin man. Rogers, Maurice Fitzgerald, uh, Derek Swore, um, uh, Al Willis, yes. you know, uh, Isaiah Sharkey, Lawrence Jones, like I can Daniel name them. Daniel Weatherspoon, um, <laughs> Teddy Campbell. Yes. Uh, and so all these guys will always come home to do a, a jam for church. And so he would, they would invite the up and coming musicians there to kind of just, you know, spotlight your gift and just be poured into. So did you ever <clears throat> see Phil before? Yes. Phil used to do all the Chicago Mass records, New Direction records. Um, he used to do um, Joshua Troop like Phase Two. Like, wow. did you like? Did you have any idea like one day I'm gonna share the stage with you? No, I didn't know. Kevin Vassar was one of my favorite artists growing up in Chicago. This was around the time I was transitioning from quartet, and uh, Varro and them used to play with uh, with Kevin, and they used to come and rip. Yeah, rip. and I I love Philip because he's he's just different. Like, he's very different. He, he he. I remember one time. Um, he used to uh, mix a uh, harpsichord, um, the sound yes. with the piano patch, and I used to be like, "That is so cold! Like who? Like how did you think of that? Because yeah. you know harpsichords, we'll just go right through the sound. Like I ain't using the sound, <laughs> but he literally implemented it in his sound. And I'm like, man, like you different. And then like, not only that, like he carried the oil, yeah. And so like you know, I, I wanted that's to be very, different. That's, yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you good. But I love. That as a musician, that's important to yeah, you. But it's not important to the social media, though. We want to see the, the glam and the lights and all that foolishness. That, it's like that stuff won't go away. Then what you got? Yeah, you got you got a memory. Yeah, I want to be able to be like, man, I remember what I felt when I heard that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yes, sir. So, yes, sir. Yep. Any advice to up and coming musicians? <sighs> Practice. I know it. And one thing that I hate to, you know. Well, they don't want to hear this, but it's just the truth. The reality is, you have to practice. Got to um, be diligent. You know, um, be integral. You know, your name is all you have. And so, those are some of the principles that got me to this space. Well, they they got me to this space. And um, people don't like to hear that. They want to hear like, man, you know, I, I jumped off the roof three times. Like that ain't it. Ain't happen like that. I just practice. You know, um, and. Being integral, you know, being on time, doing what, you know, I said I was going to do. And so, yeah. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you no for being problem, transparent. Man. And thank you for coming yes, through. For this sure. has been another episode of the RXS Podcast with Jay Let's and go. We out. Peace. <laughs>